Uh, hello, hello. Welcome to the After Hours Sessions podcast with your host, D-Rock. And I am here with a very special guest, someone who is so exciting and one of the best doms slash session wrestlers out there, the one and only tall goddess Gia. Gia, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Uh, it's great to hear from you. You too. I still, uh, you know, for the record, that the last session I had was the one that you and I had uh, back in the end of January before that was all. One session. Yeah, before all this craziness hit. I know. So it's uh, so you still. Even before that, but definitely for sure hold a uh, special place in my heart as that was the last session I've had. And who knows when I'll be able to do another one. Uh, but... Well, at least we ended with a really good one. Yes. That was a really fun session. Yes. And I was that for those, you know, Gia came to the Philadelphia area at the end of January. And was that your first time doing an oil wrestling session? Yeah, it was. We got really messy. We did. We did. We did. We did. Now, were you kind of what? What led you to kind of say okay for it? Was that? Uh, were you just someone who's down for whatever, or there's something kind of? Yeah, it sounded really fun. So I'm like, yeah, this sounds great. And then we literally like tarped up the bed. I, <laughs> I didn't have like an outfit that I wanted to ruin with oil, so I had like duct tape on my boobs. <laughs> that's something. Yeah, no, that's something I've kind of seen when I've asked other people. It's like they're they're down for it, but they're like, I really didn't come prepared, and I don't want to ruin other bathing suits or bikinis. And I'm like, oh, okay, like, darn. <laughs> I saw what you did here. Planned it. <laughs> I figured, why not? You know, you're just... like, damn it, she's crafty. <laughs> <laughs> but that that was an uh, an awesome session, and you know, hopefully, sooner than later, we can definitely meet meet in person as well. Um, again, but yeah. I, Maybe we'll wear hazmat suits and oil wrestle. That's true. That's, that's the way we're going. It might have to come down to that. You know, <laughs> we can be see through. That's true. That's true. You know, absolutely. You absolutely. way. We'll find. You way. know, I feel like the plastic may stick, so maybe we'll have to rub ourselves in Vaseline. Oh, I joined at just the right time. Mister. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, how are you, Hans? Doing well, doing well. Had a little trouble at the door there. Had to had to break it down. So. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Gia and I were just talking about um, that the last session I've had with someone was the end of January, and it was with her, and it was a, a oh, cool. oil wrestling match. Oh, awesome! I definitely got to uh, do a video with you with that because uh, yeah, we we had a pretty cool uh, competitive match and. Uh, scissor fight but um yeah i'm sure you'd be awesome in that match style so yeah <laughs> awesome. hey on how are you hey doing? doing pretty good how are you holding up in all of this oh you know just chilling here in canada yeah <laughs> that's cool doing the same in new york trying to anyway so all right. that's good you getting back into it though yeah i'm only traveling like to toronto right now i'm just staying in canada yeah 
it's safe there. I've, I've been wrestling <laughs> a little bit, you know, recruiting some of my friends, throwing them on the mats, you know, making sure I don't get rusty. There you go. <laughs> Always That's awesome. Find people around you, so. <laughs> yeah. So, Gia, I know before you got into the session, session slash dominatrix world, you were a dancer before this? Yeah, I was a dancer for a while. Now, how, how did you get into to dancing? Um, I started dancing when I was young. When I was in New York City, I was living there for a bit. And, oh, you lived in New York? That's cool. Yeah. And, like, I was, like, doing this, like, series because I'm an artist as well. So I did this series on dancing. I just really enjoyed, like, doing it. So I just kept doing it. And I would always get um, the kinky boys who wanted me to hurt them. And, <laughs> then, uh, <laughs> and one thing just led to another. And here I am. Do you find that dancing uh, helps you in wrestling? And that's a loaded question because I, I know that it probably does. So <laughs> Yeah, I, I have a pole at home still and I train. It definitely helps with my upper body strength. Yeah, I, th- that was definitely something I noticed about you too. Like you have really awesome core strength as well. Um, you can tell when you're wrestling somebody where it's like, it's their total body. Like it's not just like one part of them that's powerful. It's like, you know, their their whole totality. So I definitely noticed that when I wrestled you. Good to know. Now, <laughs> <laughs> I know you, you're, you know, being six foot one and a tall glamazon. Were you always growing up like athletic and kind of sporty or did that kind of come later for you? I was always athletic. I played rugby for like eight years. Oh, wow. Awesome. And um, I did kickboxing and jujitsu when I was younger. And then I stopped for a while to do rugby. Um, yeah, but I've always been really athletic. Now, what, what drove you to do the, to do sports like kickboxing and jujitsu? Was that where you kind of like, you know, do you have brothers or something or were you just kind of always into wanting to kick butt? Um, no, I'm an only child. So I wanted to beat up the other kids. (laughs) (laughs) Were you like the girl next door growing up who would like beat up the boys and make them cry? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow I thought that might be true. (laughs) That's awesome. Do you miss any of the sports that you did growing up or do you Um, like still do them? Like, you know, I had like three concussions during rugby. So my doctor told me I shouldn't do it anymore. Oh, wow. So, and it's really hard on your body. Yeah. Um, I'd imagine. Yeah. And I I do like enjoy like one-on-one sport, like not so much. Like team sports are fun, but I like like the concentration when you're like constantly alertness of like the one-on-one kind of sport so i always felt a more of a pull toward that it's definitely like a i think a higher intensity uh, that is. you can like dive into I, I played soccer growing up so i, I have like team sport experience as well but like i definitely get what you're saying like yeah it's just the it's, other person who's like the other player in the game right? so and if it's not like really physical, I'll like my ADD, I'll lose interest. Like I used to play yeah. soccer as a kid and they, they had me in goalie and I would get so bored. I would just yeah. start looking around at all the clovers and start picking flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like your team must have been pretty good I'm, too. Like, all or nothing. <laughs> 
Yeah, there's, there's probably nothing lonelier than a goalie on a really good team. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, I showed up. Yeah, I'll just. I looked tough, but I didn't have to prove it. So. <laughs> Uh, no, so good. let me ask you. You said when you were dancing, all of the uh, the kinky boys wanted you went to you and wanted you to hurt them. Was that? Do you think that was just because you have a really bubbly and like friendly, you know, personality? So what was it that kind of drew that out of them to ask you? <laughs> well, I would always get like the short the short clients or like the foot ones or the ones who wanted to be choked. And um, yeah. So what I realized was um, I would work nights and like guys would come in for bachelor parties and like the little ones really wanted to go with me, but I'm like over six foot five. So they'd be embarrassed of their friends seeing me go with like a huge chick so then, so then I would start working in the afternoons and all of these guys would start coming back by themselves <laughs> um, the next, like for lunch. So like their friends wouldn't see like, so it was like secret. So then like, I'm like, oh, Carrie, you know, the short ones really seem to like me. Okay. <laughs> Just um, remember you and uh, save you for later and, uh, and come back in and where they can look up at you without being nervous. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Now, how did you kind of get asked or brought up to join like session wrestling and, and BDSM? Um, well, I was doing like some Dom stuff like while I was like a stripper. Okay. So I would do that. And then like I was working for this company doing like clips this guy I met in um, a strip club I just started doing wrestling clips with him and he told me about session girls he's like oh it's gonna be like you can do way better doing sessions than um, dancing you get to travel I'm like that's fucking cool (laughs) (laughs) signed up and I'm like yeah screw dancing (laughs) yeah (laughs) so but yeah like not a lot of girls like unless someone really tells them about it like I find like not a lot of girls would know to do that. Right. So. Right. Probably if more found out, they'd, you know, probably possibly be into it and be like, Oh, that's yeah. so, so good. Like travel. And like, so Absolutely. that's cool. No, I think that's why uh, I, I like asking people how they got into it, either, even as a fan or, you know, a session wrestler like yourself or a Dom, because it's, it's not something that's like so well known, you know, and that's what I've Hans and I've talked about it and other guests. It's still kind of taboo and underground, even though it shouldn't be, but it still has that feeling. So it's interesting always to hear how people got introduced. Yeah, for sure. But you have to kind of find it. Like we all sort of have our, our origin story as it were, where like, we start out and we either don't know about it at all or we know that we're into it. We think we're alone. And then, you know, lo and behold, we find something that's like, oh, wow, there's other people who also like to do this. I need to meet all of them. So, Yeah. And I, I loved wrestling, like being like an only child. Like I would go out west. I had a bunch of cousins out west and we would like go camping and we'd have like this big like 
kids camp and then we'd just start wrestling and throwing each other around and it was like always so much fun so I've loved it since I was a kid and then I remember like doing like I don't know like you know when you're drunk and there's like an after hours like doesn't everyone end up wrestling on the bed (laughs) (laughs) a lot of times yeah I've been to a few college parties where like wrestling broke out and you know people circle up and they just watch like yeah. two people after another go in there. That's the so, best. It's like our own little like mini WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the sad part is you think you grow out of it, and it's like, oh, I really enjoyed like doing that as a kid, like out in the neighborhood or like you know uh, at. Uh, gatherings like you mentioned and then you get to a certain age it's like oh it's not appropriate for me to tackle that person so (laughs) (laughs) so gia i i hate to put you on the spot but i remember the lat when we got together for our session you told the story about the the first session you ever did and it was really interesting and i was wondering do you mind telling that for for our listeners which one did I tell you about the certain? I think the someone who was blind. Oh yeah! Oh my god, that was my first session. Okay, for <laughs> <laughs> my very first session, this guy um, he didn't even tell me that he was blind until he got there. He's like, "Can you come get me?" And I'm like, "What is wrong with this guy? Like, I, you know, like." <laughs> Yeah, you are. So I went to get him, and he like literally is blind. And like, I'm like, oh my god! Like, it's your first session. You're like, oh my god! I feel bad, like beating up like a disabled person. Like, <laughs> but he wanted that. So, but then after he's like, next time he needs to go way more hard on me. I'm like, oh my god! Like, because we're so nice. Like, we're used to being like nice. I guess he's everyone's nice to like a disabled person right and they don't want that you know right apparently so (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that was my first session crazy you know sometimes uh you know people just want to be be people you know like no matter what's going on with them so um yeah that makes sense it's funny it's funny at the end uh, and I told you at the end when I was like, uh, it's like, oh, I could have done that midway, but so. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. I'll see you next time. Okay, <laughs> next remember. time on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, have you had since then any kind of other like surprises like that? Like, you know, well, you're emailing with a potential client and then something out of the ordinary once they show up is like, boom. Oh, yeah. Now I show no mercy. I had uh, a question with a guy with, like, one arm. I'm like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's awesome. No no mercy from Gia. No I, mercy. I remember that about, about you, too. It was just, like, uh, it was, like, zero to 100 in, like, two seconds. So <laughs> that's always a fun way to be. But it's always fun when you can kind of, like, let go with someone like that and just, like, you know, kind of like get that energy out and, and shared. So, you know, it's definitely, definitely something you can kind of like, you build off each other with that and you can get a really good, you know, intensity going. So, so that's a lot of fun. And Hans, I think that's interesting um, for me doing it, you know, being in the doing sessions for the past eight years, hearing you say zero to a hundred, I think, 
I think Gia and I would probably say for me, Christy Esold are the two who. Oh yeah, Christy. She's they have like that. that right. I they just ha- haven't wrestled her, but I know she's like. Yeah, that. they ha- like where it's like so sweet and nice, and then all of a sudden they're squeezing you, and you're like, oh, I, I'm about to die. You know, tell my mom I love her, and it's like yeah. in two seconds, and it's like, but just like a big bubbly smile, and oh, so good to see you, so warm and welcoming, and it's like, I guess this isn't a good way to go out, but, you know, <laughs> but it's uh, it's that's a great point you made like you yeah you definitely have that zero to 100 and you always do it with a smile but it, it's really awesome yeah some people are like can you be more mean and I'm like, <laughs> well then i wouldn't be having fun you right. know like that's not fun for me to be mean like i'd rather just hurt you and smile at you <laughs> and laugh and like giggle yeah. and it, so. <laughs> that's how you can tell like sometimes like when people go from zero to a hundred like that it's because they really like it because i i've done shoots before where you know we're like oh you know it's been a long week or whatever we're gonna do this match but like we're, we're gonna take it easy we're gonna do like 70 percent, and you know all of a sudden things start rolling and we say go and then it's like 110 percent because you just can't help yourself so (laughs) when you're like so into it it's just like you know once you get a little bit of it it's like all right it's on like i'm i'm in the zone now so well actually hans it's interesting i have a question for you um because me you know seeing your clip store all the time and a lot of times the women you're in the shoes with are shorter than you but Gia is, I think, what, the same height as you at, like, 6'1"? Same height, and, and she has some size on me. So was that kind of unique for you? Some strength. It, it is, like, it doesn't happen a lot, and it's certainly, like, really fun when it does. Like, it was, yeah, it was, it was like, oh, okay, I'm not going to just, like, throw my weight around in this one. Like, you know, she's as big and strong as I am. So um, that's what, yeah, that's def- that definitely gave it an added element. Um you know, which is, which is always fun. So, yeah. So it is pretty rare because <laughs> I am on the larger side. I used to wish I was smaller. Actually. I used to wish like, Oh man, couldn't I just be like five, seven, like one forty? Like that would be like, I'd be like the same size more often than not. But eventually you kind of like, nah, like you just sort of learn to accept yourself for, for who you are. So, mm-hmm. um, did you and, like people have said on the podcast before too, like, people grow up thinking like, Oh, it's, I'm kind of abnormal in one way or another, or I'm, I'm a way that I don't like. And then they get into this industry and they find, they kind of find out it's either like something that people are really into and they had no idea, or they just find out that it's like, Oh, actually it's like more than fine. And you know, yeah, I can just about go about being me. So. Your flaws, you know, or your uniqueness. Yeah. Right? Now Gia, uh, hearing Hans say that, did you feel that way ever? Like, you know, being six one as as a woman, like did you ever feel kinda like wishing that you were a little bit shorter or Oh yeah. Yeah. I was like tall, big feet, like I would like they didn't make shoes my size, so I'd sh- like shove my feet into like smaller shoes because I didn't want them to look like bigger. Like huh. <laughs> Yeah, and then like fetish like really helps you like embrace like you right so mm-hmm. totally yeah yeah so you you find out like oh this is actually like a good thing and like you know people are into it and it's, it's unique it's like something about you that is different from others so for sure it's always a fun fun way to be so 
And I know before all this craziness hit, I can say you gave a lot of entertainment for me personally, because seeing the the clips and the videos of you and Amazon Amanda on tour together were just (laughs) awesome. And so I I wanted her. Yeah, she's awesome. And, and I wonder, I want to ask how did that, um, that I guess connection and like friendship start. And was that kind of unique for you? Cause she's a couple inches taller than you. So like finding someone who's even taller than you. Oh my God. I've never felt so small in my life. <laughs> I feel so small. Like literally my thighs together are the size of her one thigh. Wow. We make a really That's awesome incredible team. I love doing doubles with her. She squashes them and I choke them out, even though that scares her. <laughs> <laughs> so we have so much fun together. We make a great double session because we both have different things to bring to the table, which is why we work so well together. Are you two uh, kind of based, uh, like, is she also based in Canada or like? No, she's in like Idaho. Idaho, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of cool that you met then. And, you know, are you still uh, planning on kind of like touring with her, like whenever possible? Yeah. Yeah. Um, We were actually on tour together when COVID hit and we got stuff in San Fran. And then we had to part ways. And um, we never really even got to finish our tour in California. (laughs) So that's definitely, um, we're going to go back and finish our Cali tour whenever this, uh, I don't know, like hopefully soon Yeah, <laughs> blows over. But, That's cool. Uh, How'd yeah. you two uh, meet each other? Did it just be like, you know, by happenstance through the internet or did you? Um... I like I, I saw her, like I had seen her. I knew who she was. And um, I guess our fans kept like requesting that we do stuff together Oh, cool. And then, like, I ended up, like, meeting her, and, like, we did some customs, and then it was funny. She was on tour, and I was on tour, but our tours, like, collided. Like, I was, like, a day behind her, so we kept – she kept being, like, oh, do you want to do a double with me? Oh. Like, it was just, like – Oh, that's cool. That, and then we're, like, oh, shit. Like, people really like us together, so. Yeah. And she's so much fun, so we just – now we just travel together because she does – when COVID isn't here, travel. She's like constantly on tour. She works really hard. Do you ever get tired of the the traveling now that you you've done it like a lot? Um, is oh, it like I something really you still enjoy? Yeah. I really do. Like I didn't travel like for a while because I do like I have a few businesses, so I was like constantly in Canada. So like I have all this like travel energy and like just I I honestly like I really don't get sick of it I do miss my dog when I go to Europe because I can't bring him to Europe but (laughs) I I do love the travel like quick lifestyle it's super fun for me do you have a favorite place you've been so so far where it's like oh I gotta come back here like oh yeah Amsterdam every single time Amsterdam yeah (laughs) I have not been but I've heard but um generally when I've gone to Europe I've, I've been to Ireland, Budapest, um, and Copenhagen. I'm always like, ah, I want to go back and explore this continent more. There's like yeah. so much cool and stuff there. Switzerland and so. Italy. Switzerland I haven't been to Italy. Italy. Yeah. Amsterdam, top favorite. Awesome. That kind of fits the, for Hans for all the, you know, Ireland and Cop- all, all of those beers and 
Gia for oh, you with the, with, the, with the little 420 action in Amsterdam. It kind of fits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And, like, I usually go there right after London because <laughs> London, it's not, like, legal. So I'm usually, like, that's, like, my little holiday. <laughs> Get it, it through London um, while being good. And <laughs> now I get the party. So Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So. so for me, Jay, I've seen you do different videos with from Amanda to Jasmine Mendez, Jen Thomas, uh, Ava Simone. So wondering of all the people you've session, all the other ladies you've had, like, sessions with, Who's probably been like the toughest competitor for you? Ooh, like the strongest? Yeah, the strongest. I would have to say Ava, Simone, and Bella Rush. Okay. Yes, they are both amazingly strong. Two that I have wrestled. So what, what makes those two kind of stick out for you? Um, Bella's about the same weight as me, but she's got this brute strength and she, she's very skilled at BJJ. Um, she's awesome. And she's a, she's a wrestler too. So she, she's very skilled. Like pro wrestler. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then Ava is just a beast. Well, look at her. <laughs> <laughs> She looks she's, a, like she's like huge, like, and then she's pretty tall, but like she is just a beast. Yeah, she is as advertised. When you look at her and you you kind of think like she looks pretty darn strong, and then you actually like oh, wrestle her, you find yeah. out like she's even stronger than that. So, yeah, no, um, <laughs> all the tire flips she does and she, rope climbing. Yeah, she I, is scheduled. Well, fingers crossed to I think come to my area later this month and I'm hoping hoping to to have a session with her, maybe even try to get her on the podcast, but Yeah. Um, yeah. Just a super like awesome, nice energy person. Like the she's got very positive her, energy. We oil wrestled too. Oh really? Oh wow. Yeah. Is that a, is that on video? Because I think I need to buy that. <laughs> um, um yeah, it is on video. It's it was through um I'm blanking. I'll find it. It was in Vegas. It was in Vegas. I'm a really good Googler, so okay, definitely find that. But yeah, yeah, that must have been amazing. So yeah, first time I met her was at the Session Girls event last year, and uh, somebody had sponsored an oil match between her and Goddess and Not. And I just remember like that's who it was with. That's who it was with. In the next store. That was my store. (laughs) Um, But anyway, like, uh, I just remember how excited she was for it. Like, she had not met Anat before, and she was, like, so excited to do this oral wrestling match. She's another person who's, like, you know, like, really, like, into this. Like, if she did not find us in industry, she would have found it eventually just because, like, this is is just, like, her. Um, So that's awesome that you had kind of, like, the same sort of, like first connection and meeting together. I'm sure she was really excited to oil wrestle you too. So Yeah, it was a really hot oil wrestling session. So sorry. <laughs> 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 babe. Mine drifted away there remembering re- remembering it. Maybe yeah. Bit, so. <laughs> 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 Just thinking back to it. No, <laughs> so 
That's awesome. <laughs> now, when I see like I guess like the the videos you've like had uh, as time like has gone, it's kind of went from the the classic I guess sessions of like you know scissors lifting carry and semi comp to kind of adding more of the dominatrix to it was that kind of a I know you dommed in the past but as far as like putting that I guess to like your brand and, and stuff was that kind of like a was there hesitation with doing that or was that kind of like a natural thing for you no that's like um I get like a lot of requests like probably 50 50 for like dom requests during sessions so a lot of the videos are like requests or um just like people wanted to see more of um but yeah i like to keep like a wide range available just like have a different experience with each person and everyone's different and i'm always open to trying new things it's a good way to be like you just sort of like you sort of get the best of everyone because i know like i shoot with a lot of people and some some people are like totally gung-ho competitive and then some people are like totally they do not want to do that they want to do more like fantasy and and role play and erotic so um it's good to be open because you get to kind of like have a a connecting experience with more people i feel like so and collaborate so That's true. So, uh, Gia, is there for you a type of session that you kind of prefer or, or like doing more than the others? Absolutely. We're having a little trouble hearing that. <laughs> yeah. So, like, chest sitting, oh, there she is. stomach sitting. Um, I get a lot of requests, like to just sit and like they'll order me Uber Eats, eat food, or I love knockout sessions and foot fetish sessions. Those are my tops. So that's like that's that's kind of that's one I've never heard of before. There's sessions where it's like Uber Eats and and you have a meal. Like I get a lot of requests um, for giant tests um, yeah. because I'm so big. So, like, a lot of, like, role play and, like, imaginary, um, like, pretend I'm eating you and getting heavier and you're going through me, um, getting heavier, you're so small. Like, as I look down at them, um, yeah. it's actually really popular for me. I do get a lot of requests for that. And I honestly love it. It's super fun. I love role play. I have a very kind of like they're being like consumed and devoured. Mine, so it's it's super fun for me. That's cool. That's that's one uh, I haven't heard of that as as much. And um, yeah, it makes sense. It's kind of like you know, just consuming, devouring, kind of like their energy being taken by yours. And yeah. I can kind of see like the the link. So I think it's all kind of linked in like one way or another there's some like underlying base thing that all these sort of plug into i feel like so for sure so no that really is awesome um is there anyone who you haven't worked with yet who you kind of look forward to working with in the future oh man hmm 
think of anyone right now, but I'm always looking for like really tiny girls to film with. It's actually more challenging than it sounds. <laughs> um, well, like how, how tiny is tiny? Is the tinier the better? <laughs> you know? Who's the, who's the tiniest you ever uh, uh, tiny shot with? Tiny Taxi. I think she's like four. No, she's like three foot six. I think I saw that on your Instagram. Yeah. That, that was like so crazy to see like the the size difference. Yeah. So is that another one that was like kind of a request or did you kind of like seek her out? I actually met her when I was doing um, the Chicago Exotica. I had just planned to meet up with her. Um Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it was it was really weird. The way I found out about her is there's like a local strip club near my house and it was like Tiny Taxi is coming. I'm like, what? Who's Tiny Taxi? <laughs> and then I'm like, what? She's coming here? And then she didn't get in. And I'm like, okay, now uh-huh. I'm like, I'm focused. I need to meet this chick. And then it just ended up working out. <laughs> but there's also like, there's Sassy Cassie. I think I would really love to work with her. I've We've tried to link up, but it didn't work out. So hopefully in the future, I'll get to work with her. I'm actually uh, unfamiliar with her. Is she also kind of like on the tiny side? Or? Very tiny. Yeah. That's cool. So, yeah, that's that's super interesting content. Like what kind, like what kind of um, I've seen some stuff from Instagram, but is it like more lift and carry, more wrestling or like? What do people like sort of request the most for like a size difference as big as that? Like a lot of size comparison, um, stomach sitting, that makes sense. face <laughs> sitting, lift and carry, just those kind of things. Um, it's, it's really, um, the size comparison is probably the most popular. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I probably should have seen that coming. <laughs> <laughs> And I'll be honest, um, you, you mentioned the Exotica. I remember, I don't know if you've, it was the Chicago one, the only one you've been to, but I remember seeing a clip. I think it was on, you was on your Instagram for a while of you doing like you, cause I know they had the pole dancing competition yeah. and that was really, I, I, that was before I knew you did dancing, but I was blown away. That was, in, that was impressive. Yeah. I, they had like this pole competition, Exotica. And I used to compete oh, wow. at pole. Oh, no. Now, did you did you win? I'm not sure. I didn't no. Tiny <laughs> <laughs> Taxi and I both did it, and I feel like we should have won together. Yeah, absolutely. You did like a, a doubles routine, or like, or like one at a time. Uh, we did one at a time. Gotcha. That's cool, though. Yeah. I was telling. We'll see what happens with everything going on with the the virus, but telling Hans that we need to kind of set up the the podcast for when the uh, Exotica comes to New Jersey, usually oh, in the fall. Oh, I love that. That'd be and, so amazing. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I went, my first time, me and a friend, we went last year and I was like, okay, I was a rookie. So we didn't do the VIP stuff, but now we're, we talk all the time and we're like, we, we are hooked. So um, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I'm not sure what the, uh, with the virus and how it's going to be, but they still have it. And it's, you know, everything's okay. I, I think Hans, we definitely have to meet up and, and set up shop there. Oh, that'd be a lot of fun. I, you know, I haven't been to a lot of these uh, 
conventions that I see, like they see a lot of them seem to be in like New Jersey or Brooklyn, and yet somehow I've never actually made it to any of them. But oh. that would be so much fun. So the last yeah. convention I went to was for video games. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> have to uh to switch that up and who knows maybe uh gia would would give another another run at that title we would we would vote for you we cheer for you to be number one I know oh yeah <laughs> be your biggest supporters yay <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask with you how has I guess overall being in the the session slash bdsm like industry how has that kind of impacted your life overall? Hans and I talk about a lot of times about how this has just made us better overall people. Like, could you, do you feel like this has kind of made an impact on your overall life as well? For sure. I, I honestly like being a dancer before, like kinky people are the best kind of people. I've met <laughs> so many like amazing people in, in this industry. Um, everyone's so like, awesome so yeah and everyone's kind of like been through sort of like the same the same sort of like struggle in a way of kind of like doing their homework on themselves and you know growing up being like oh is this like am i am i alone am i weird and then finding out that they're not that's a train by the way <laughs> you and these trains every, every now and then there's a train <laughs> so, <laughs> this happens to be where i live but yeah it's it's kind of like you know, kind of like how we were talking about before where um, you don't know about this at first and then you find it and, that's, and then you meet all these people who have also sort of like found it. So you're kind of like, you're meeting people who are like like your like yourself in a way. So, so that's how I've always felt about it. So I wish there were yeah. more people who live near where I live. My town is like very sparse for, it's, it's very, there's a lot of doms but like lifestyle doms. So it's, it's very quiet here for work. So when I'm home, I literally just rest. And then like, I, <laughs> I have to travel to see other people like me. <laughs> gotcha. And you're in Toronto or Montreal? I'm in Ottawa. It's right between Ottawa. Montreal and Toronto. Oh, so wow. Usually I travel to Toronto. Yeah. Toronto, Toronto's pretty cool been there been there a few times actually my first session ever was in toronto so for me that has a uh kind of like an extra star on it as far as uh you know how how i got into the whole thing so yeah that's super now, cool which one is closer to like niagara falls that toronto Ottawa? toronto toronto yeah. yeah okay okay yeah, Toronto's like just over the border. It, it, you cross the border, and I think it's just like a couple hours from there. So, out of the uh, the six <laughs> that I drove that day, so right, yeah, but. no. And Gia, we kind of talked about it earlier, but I always find it fascinating, with, you know, with because it is that vulnerability that you're showing, you know, showing like a body positive kind of you know feeling, which is awesome. How how have you been able to kind of, cause we talked earlier about, you know, took you a while to be more comfortable being so tall. What, what kind of helps you stay really, you know, positive because, you know, you're out there showing, you know, you're in bathing suits and different things, but 
your confidence is really cool and like inspiring. Like what, what's helped you to kind of just be like, to be free, I guess. Well, people are paying me for it. So I guess they like it. <laughs> that probably helps. <laughs> you know, so basically, and I think pole helped with it a lot too. Like with my pole training, cause you're constantly looking in the mirror and um, building your confidence, looking at yourself. Um, yeah, that kind of helped me quite a bit. And just um, as a dancer, it like helped me because you have to be bubbly to make money, right? Mm-hmm. So that kind of helped as well, I feel. No, that's that's really awesome because I – I always, I don't know how you guys feel. It's really something like, because I guess some something physical can pop off on the screen, but when, you know, you go on WB270 or Session Girls, um, it's really like, to me, like the combo. It might, it might be a physical attribute, but it's also that personality goes a long way. And I know for me, Gia, when I first saw you, that's what jumped out. It was like, oh, wow, like, I'm not going to lie. I saw that you were six foot one, but it was also like you had a warm personality that's like, yeah, I, I, want to connect with this person and, and go see this person as well. So it's, that's really awesome. That's, you know, that bubbly personality kind of transferred over. It definitely bubbling and fun loving. I, I remember the first time meeting you, uh, like shooting with you, like Lana Luxer had reached out and, and said, Oh, do you want to shoot with uh, Gia the giant? It's like, Oh yeah, I'd love, to, I'd love to. And I, I just, you know, texting is different than like meeting someone in person but i remember meeting you in person being like oh she's so happy and and bubbly like sometimes you don't expect that from someone i don't know i feel like i meet people who are taller and they they have almost kind of like a seriousness about them like a a serious maybe like serious professionalism but like just kind of like you know they're they're kind of like serious and to the point and you were like giggly bubbly like you kind of reminded me of uh of Constance, who's like another person who's like bubbly and like silly and like, you know, like, likes to joke around and just has this kind of like way of like laughing at life. That's infectious. So makes you have more fun too. It does, you know, can't, you know, I, I feel like if I were to greet some of these people at the door and be a total bitch, they would run away from me. So I gotta, I gotta lure them in first. Yeah. Got them. Lured them in and then slowly closed the door behind yeah. them. I was like, okay. <laughs> so, now, now you're my plaything and you can't get away. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Actually, uh, that makes me makes me um, think about have you ever uh, met Constance? Like the two of you, I feel like, no, would I be uh, bubbly on steroids, basically. Like, just like I mean, it would be it would be the happiest, like, you know. Happiest, silliest wrestling match that you could ever like even imagine. But I, I feel like you two would hit it off. Um, just like very similar kind of like, you know, fun loving. She's in New York? She's in Texas. She's based out of Texas. She, she uh, usually travels. She does all of her traveling sort of like in a, a few months out of the year. Okay. Uh, that's how she likes to do it. She likes to do like a really long like mega tour right. and then she likes to kind of like hunker down for the the winter and um yeah like birds yeah like birds like so, <laughs> so. <laughs> but yeah texas and 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 ottawa um you know some at some point somewhere in between i'm sure mm-hmm. 
you two will cross paths and uh, oh. that would be fun. If it's in New York, I will definitely take advantage of that. So, <laughs> so that would be a lot of fun. So. And, uh, Kia, because we opened the conversation talking about when we met in January during, during the uh, oil, oil wrestling session, that was your first time doing that. Is there a type of session that you kind of haven't done yet that you're interested in trying out? Hmm. I think I've, I've pretty much done everything and some, but you know what? Just when you think you've heard of everything, something else pops up and you're like, what? <laughs> right, right. I got to try this. Yeah, but like I – I didn't start doing the- bondage, like in rope play. I have um, a slave right now in chastity, and he's super into it. So I just keep learning. Like you learn for what your clientele is, right? So right. <laughs> you know how to do like all the the knots and stuff. Like uh, I'm getting better to- at it. It's, it's definitely pretty complicated knots. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like I, I had the well, like I learned it for uh, like bondage wrestling, and and every now and then, Vivi would take pity on me and be like, "We should actually teach you how to tie rope, <laughs> so, <laughs> so you don't lose so quick, and like maybe you have a chance." Like no, except I totally don't. But um, no, it's like that's that's a whole art in and of itself. Like the the way you do that, there's a whole like uh, system of knots and system of, of things that are tried and true that people, um, you know, kind of like learn and go by. And that was something I probably never would have gotten into myself that there wasn't like some sort of like wrestling crossover that kind of like forced me to explore it. So that's another kind of like thing I find about like being in this, in this industry, you kind of like, you start with a thing that you know you like, and then you, you end up kind of like branching out because like someone else does it or someone requests you to do it. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Fun that way. You get to try stuff you wouldn't think you'd be doing, but it's fun. Yeah. Definitely kind of like expand, you know, yeah, expand your experience. So. Absolutely. What's the, uh, what's, what's the thing that someone's like kind of like asked you to do that like, kind of like shocked you the most and not necessarily in a good way or a bad way but just like something that was just like hmm i never would have thought of that so. um well like you know like the extreme stuff like scat play i'm like yeah no i'm okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've tried it once wasn't for me no nope. oh wow i kind of tried yeah. it but i'm like nope <laughs> can't won't <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of the you same on that. You vomit but... in your mouth? That means it's not for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, can't, wow. I couldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a thing. It is a thing to, you know, to plenty of people. Own, so. But, like, yeah. if someone recommends, I have a list of doms who, like, do it, and I'll just send them to one of them. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd say the most unique thing I've ever been kind of, like, um, brought into doing that. I never would have thought like not in a million years would this be like a request, but it was actually kind of for, for me to get beat up and then to have a, a foot pump put on my stomach and to get f- the foot pumps, you know, kind of like pumped and stomped on and to be in agony as it happens. What's a foot pump? And I was like, 
it's like uh if you have like an air mattress you know like the the little pump you hook up to it and then it's got like the fan you step on it Mm -hmm. to fill up your air mattress so um so instead this went on my my stomach and you know i would get foot pumped and it would just be like agonizing and painful and i like it was just like something i remember being like i never would have thought of this this is definitely something that's like totally something i never would have like thought about before and it was so interesting too to kind of like get to sort of experience that like some, something that for someone else is like a very like specific and you know and desired thing and you know it it, it expanded my mind in a way to, to be like see you think you think you kind of know everything and then like you find out there's something out there that like you know e- even you have never even yeah chance and thought of before so yeah so i really love like the psychology behind fetish like what absolutely you to make you like that and then once when you know that you feel like oh maybe you would like this you know and you can kind of like bring them on for a little ride you know right super interesting to me no absolutely and i think that's why to me it's it's even though like, you know, between you two and myself been into it and fans and doing it for a while, it's still like, you're always learning about people or new different types of fetishes and that. So it's a constant like learning process and the psychology is just fascinating. with it. We were also talking about like a few podcasts ago, like, you know, how this kind of makes you more like in, empathic and kind of like helps you understand people better just in like your day-to-day life like just sort of like you understand these things that are like very intensely deep and passionate and personal and then you go out into life and you you just sort of like understand people's motivations better like whether it be at like the workplace or a friend or something like that it's like oh i just had this interaction it's like oh they were they were kind of like upset about this thing they didn't say it but i can tell because like i've tuned my mind to be a little more you know uh a little, a little more like able to tune into other people. And, uh, I've found that to be like this valuable thing that spills over from, you know, something I got from exploring my, you know, fetish kinky side. Um, and then having that spill over into like my sort of like my vanilla day to day, uh, friends and family sort of thing. So have you found out as well, Chia, that we're like, since you started doing this, like, has it affected your, First of all, like, is there a side that doesn't know what you do or do you have separate sides? And if so, does one inform the other? Well, like my day to day life, like not everyone knows like what I do. Um, Right. But like I do find it like hard to date because I'm like I do so much and I'm like just very like multifaceted. I have this side to me and another side to me. So it's really hard to to connect with someone who gets both. Right. It's hard to like open up to that person too. Do you find yourself doing or that you something very that, early it, on? Or? It can bomb. Cause like then they'll yeah. tell you, they feel super comfortable and they'll just tell you way too much. And it's like, right. It's like, Hey, move it down. <laughs> so there's like, there's like a right time to bring it up. Like it's not yeah. something you lead off with. Right. So. Yeah. For sure. But. Yeah, I think that's true for every, everyone has like a circle of people that is just kind of like, mm, I'm not going to bombard them with what I'm into outside of here or whatever. So, 
Um, but like I said, again, like I think I would be, I think I'd be worse off at that side of life if I didn't have the, you know, the more exploratory, exploratory life to kind of like train myself for it. So, so yeah, well about dating, <laughs> what's your, what's your type? Like, what, what, what do you like? Oh man. Do you have a type? Um, yeah. I was going to ask the same question. <laughs> like, I the obvious thing is like, do you prefer if a guy is like tall or short or does that like not even matter? Like, like I'd say like five, nine and up, but not too tall either. That's right. weird. <laughs> that's so, like, what's 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 too like? What's the height that's like? That's the max of too tall. Anything above that is like I no. No, I just don't like really alpha guys or ones. I have a thing with tall guys. I have a theory. Like tall guys are just used to women flock into them, and they don't have to do much. So. <laughs> The same goes true. with guys with big dicks. They think they can just get away with having a big dick and <laughs> orgasm with your big dick. No, bitch. Like, get to fucking work. Like, That's right. So this is generally, like, I, why I like them a little shorter because they actually try. They're a little bit more bubbly, and they put in the work. Like, they got that they put in the work, drive, yeah. and they don't have, like, this, oh, I'm tall. Everyone will just come to me. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I do like a guy who is, like, a little I'm not a submissive person at all. I make a horrible submissive. Like do you top from the bottom? I don't even <sighs> like I was with this guy once and he was like, Alpha, I'll tell you a funny dating story. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so this isn't COVID. We were talking to this guy for a little bit. And um, finally, like two weeks later, I'm like, okay, come over. He's like super alpha. I'm giving him my boundaries and he's not listening to me. He's <laughs> like a Marine. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> and then we start, um, we start like kissing, whatever, but he's still trying to like top me. And I'm like, hell no. And then I just like <laughs> lean and it's like really small. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. So I like, Threw him on my bed. I <laughs> I <laughs> tied him to my bed and I put a ball gag in his mouth with a dick that was big because I didn't want his dick. <laughs> and then I rode his face. Well, so that's, wow, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. I don't do well with alphas. And that was the first time <laughs> he had ever been a submissive, apparently. And he wouldn't stop calling me, but I wanted nothing to do with him at that point. I was done with him. That was probably life-changing for him. Yeah, no, he literally, like, would even call my phone number and pretend to book a session with me. I'm like, nice try. I never give any numbers. I know who you are. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I just I just eat them up. He was probably so confused. It's probably like, no, I'm, I'm used to taking the girls I want and to just get, like, absolutely taken and, and yeah. You know, and then he met anyway me. you he was wanted, like, so. oh, can you come dom my sub with me? I'm like, I think it's fucking hilarious that someone has you as a dom. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah. Definitely <laughs> more of a submissive guy. <laughs> wow, that's that's interesting because I I wonder I would wonder because you're a dom, you know, so often in, in like professional life that 
a lot of times you would maybe think that you would want to be a submissive in your personal, but it's interesting you like it across the board being dominant. Yeah, but not too wimpy. Not yeah, you don't you don't yeah. want it to be like easy to the point where you're just like not kind of like putting the work in yourself. Yeah, you like to kind of like work and then like have a bit of a you know back and forth and then eventually like take your prize so to speak so yeah yeah that's cool but i've also been single like a really long time i do enjoy (laughs) my independence and every time i start to like feel like oh maybe this is a good match i'm like no i just love being single too much it's like very difficult i enjoy having my regular slaves that's just enough for me like i feel like i have a connection with each of them that's kind of like the sweet spot for you yeah like i do enjoy like being alone quite a bit i guess it's because i'm an only child i haven't met someone who's like oh i want to be with you all the time but usually (laughs) it's not the case you know i think that's pretty normal to want your like i think even people who are like in deep committed relationships like yearn for some time alone where can they can just either reflect or like play video games or just like not like you know not be interacting so to speak yeah so it seems like a nice kind of balance to have like all right i have like my kinky side when i want that and then when i want my alone time i can just disconnect yeah like it'd be ideal to have like a boyfriend in a different city so then you don't have to see them all the time that's (laughs) kind of like that's that's very that's very unique, actually, and that's uh, and it makes sense and to me. You so. travel and like you can both focus on being your own person, but when you get together, it's amazing, right? I I've kind of like for me, I'm with you, G. Like long distance dating is actually like a plus for me because it is like I mean, granted, as you can tell, I am a phone person. We're doing this podcast, so I like, I don't mind talking to someone on the phone, but then if I want to go hang out with some friends and do my or just have my downtime that's okay. I'm, I, you know, you're not in the city. And then once we either I visit that person or she visits me or you meet like somewhere you, yeah. or you meet somewhere. That's even it, better. It, it's exactly. That's, that's, <laughs> it is that's like ideal. This, this sounds like, this sounds like a, a winning formula. <laughs> if I'm being honest, this actually sounds pretty awesome. So I've enjoyed it in the past. I'll be honest. Yeah. Like I, I never had a problem. I know a lot of people do and everyone's different, but I've always kind of liked it. It's it's like that balance of like it's just enough, but it's not like the overwhelming like too much yeah. time. It's it's also not how it like used to be like even that long ago. Like you've got phones, you've got FaceTime. But FaceTime exactly. FaceTime is huge actually. FaceTime like psychologically, I think FaceTime doesn't get enough credit for bringing long distance people together because it's one thing to talk on the phone, but it's totally another thing to see their face on the other end of the end of the line that really kind of like shortens that distance. So I think now we live in an age where like, if you're actually, if you live in the same place, it may be an age of like too much contact. It's like, Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, I want to go to work. I want to like, I want to have some, like a couple hours to myself. And you know, it's just like, you're constantly connected, but if you're living apart, you know, you still have that FaceTime so you can see the person. I, I knew someone who uh, dated someone from Australia for a long time. And they eventually got married and moved to Australia together. But um, even with the time zone difference, 
of doing FaceTime where like she was getting up in the morning and he was going to bed. Like they still had this really deep, strong connection. And then when they got together, it was like Gia said, it was like, it was like, you get to have the, the best favorite times. Yeah. It's just um, enough. It's not overbearing. Honestly, I'm so yeah. busy during the week. I would literally only have once a week to see someone. So yeah. what's once or once or twice a month is perfect. Yeah. Plus, okay. you get to sleep in your bed and starfish the whole time without anyone snoring. <laughs> it's true. True. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't want a starfish? Everyone right? wants a starfish. That's why they keep making making the beds bigger. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I just kind of wanted to ask, do you think that, like, because Hans brought it up, like, with you, you know, taller women, like, it's always like, oh, like, it's so hard because they want to find a taller guy. Do you find that it's like becoming more of a myth? Like taller women are, I mean, I know we all have like those like parameters, but like, is that as much of a myth now? Or do you think that's still the thing of like taller women always no, want to look for a taller guy? The opposite. All the tall girls I know all like a little bit shorter. Interesting. Yeah. For that, uh, for that work ethic that you mentioned before, I, I can really see that now. It's like, oh, okay. Like you're gonna have to work for me. So <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but Gia, this was uh so awesome. So awesome. And we really appreciate you coming on. Absolutely. I hope you come back to New York soon. I hope so too. Hopefully this pandemic will blow over. Yeah, definitely. I've I've missed you the last few times, and uh, you know, after that first shoot we did together, I was like, oh, I definitely don't want to miss her when she comes to town, just because like you're fun and like you've got all this like range and like you're, you know, it's there's all sorts of different like fun styles of videos that we could do. So um, yeah, absolutely. amazing. I can't wait to see you guys both again. Yes, yes, absolutely. Can't wait. And uh, who knows, maybe uh, I'll even come up to Toronto. I was looking into yeah. it before and before you came, so I, I would love to see Toronto as well. So um, whether once this all dies down, are you coming back to either New York or Philly or going up to uh, Toronto, I can't wait. Yes. Can't wait to. It's a really cool city. Like, yeah. I've only been there like three or four times, but it's, it's definitely a, a city that has uh, – some spirit to it. Also home of the sky dome, uh, <laughs> WrestleMania six, the ultimate mm-hmm. challenge. You know, that was, that was Toronto. So it's got some, absolutely got some wrestling history there too. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Gia, thank you so much. And, uh, we definitely have to do this again really soon. For sure. Thanks so much for having me. That was our pleasure. Thank you. Thanks Gia. That's a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pointing out the vehicles as I hear them. So, <laughs> Okay. And Hans, it's a pleasure as always. Absolutely, and my friend. So. We keep having these great guests come on, so it's it's just uh, we'll keep having it rolling. Keep it rolling, yeah. It's still, uh, I know more to come too, and, uh, you know, it's it's uh, been a fun ride so far and just getting started, it sounds like. so. Absolutely. I know I'm still down. Yeah. So it's uh, everyone. Uh, thanks for listening to after hour sessions. Uh, please, if you want to, you can subscribe, 
write reviews just to get the the word out there more. Uh, it's after hours sessions podcast, and we're on any platform you listen to podcast, and you can also hit us up on Twitter at after hours sessions or at sessions after. That's their Twitter our Twitter handle for the podcast. So please, we're just trying to you know connect this community as much as we can, but also get it from being the underground and people feeling like they can't talk about it or can't share it to where it's more in the mainstream and people feel comfortable talking about this. Awesome. So thank you guys for listening. You guys take care.